0: What's up, fam? It is Jay Williams here on the Hale Fitness Podcast, and today I wanna talk about losing weight. This is one of the main things that people want when they start here with us. And you know I've personally lost 100 pounds, and I was thinking about this as I was coaching someone through this today. A lot of what we're taught about losing weight is actually wrong for most people. So I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, what I call this is training your inner elephant. So when it comes to losing weight, there are really two types of people. So there are type the type of people that will find a program and do it and get the results. And I would say that's about 10% of the people. They just need the right program. They need the right information and they just do the thing and then they get the results. For the other 90% of the people, that regular people with needs and emotions and cravings and bad habits most of those programs don't actually work myself included in that in that list and unfortunately most of the programs that you will find most of the coaching that people get is around that 10 percent. hey if i just give you the right information this will be no problem and so i want to talk about how to solve the problem if you are one of those like me other 90%. And I like to think about this like an elephant. There was, um, there was a parable, I can't remember who who talked about it, but it's it's basically about an elephant and a rider. So, if you've ever ridden an elephant, it's this huge animal. It kind of does what it wants to do. But if you're the rider on that elephant, you have some influence on what the elephant elephant does. You can't control it, like you cannot force an elephant to do something it doesn't want to do, but you have some influence. So, if you're going in a straight line and you want to turn right, you're more than likely not going to get that elephant to make a 90 degree right turn, but you can influence them to go a little bit to the right. And this is actually how our brains work in a lot of ways. So we have our conscious mind, which is like the rider. We have our subconscious mind, which is like the elephant and the subconscious mind just kind of does what it wants to do. And the conscious mind has some influence, but it can't force the subconscious to do stuff. And so when you're talking about nutrition and diet and all, all of the things to, to lose weight, your subconscious mind and your habits and the things that you've grown up with, that is pretty much running the show. And every so often your conscious mind says, hmm, this isn't good. I am unhealthy. How do I make a change that is gonna help me lose weight? And so you have to kind of treat it like, a rider on an elephant. Like you are not going to be able to control every single aspect, but you can influence it. For those people, like the 90% who have emotions, have a subconscious brain that's kind of running the show, how do you eventually get to the point where you lose weight? I've tried most of the different diets and exercise programs that you can think of, and I found that for me, it comes down to two things. So if you want to lose weight, you have to eat less calories than you are burning. Like that is a law of uh, thermodynamics. Like there's no way around that. Now, not all calories are created equal, and et cetera, et cetera. But there's no way around eating less calories than you're burning if your goal is to lose weight. But the method that a lot of uh, a lot of programs recommend is cutting calories, and that works. But it doesn't take into account the sort of subconscious, sort of elephant brain. So there's two ways to, to do this. Number one is you can have some sort of restrictive diet that cuts calories or number two is you create some sort of rules about what you can and can eat and as a result, you end up eating less calories overall. And so I found that for a lot of those 90%, it actually works better to have some form of rules to start with and then you can eventually start dialing into a calorie counting or calorie restrictive Uh, nutrition plan and the way I approach this and when I say most this is the folks that I've worked with and this is what I found that's worked for me if you're starting from zero like you've never done anything before then you'll find that it's actually helpful to deal with cravings and emotions and things like that if you just have a set of rules that you either follow or don't follow and it reduces your need for willpower etc the way I like to do this is Um, cutting calories are following rules so two examples of this cutting calories would be like following a weight watchers program right they basically say hey you can have certain number of points or whatever i don't know how they do it nowadays but you can have certain number of points and you should eat these meals and you know whatever if you eat uh, a piece of cake that's worth like 25 points and if you eat a celery stock that's worth one point right and so you have x number of points that you can do per day so that would be weight watchers. They're like the zone diet, um, any sort of like macro plan. This is all around sort of cutting calories so that you can lose weight in turn, in terms of following rules. Now you're moving into things like the keto diet where you can only eat, uh, protein and fat and super low carbs or, um, You know, another version like the Atkins diet or the paleo diet where you eliminate all processed foods. Um, Another version of that is the whole 30, right? There's a lot of diets where it's like, you can only eat this list of foods. You can't eat this list of foods. And as a result, like if you replace all of your sugary snacks with things like apples, then you're, you're going to eat less calories. You're going to be fuller faster and you'll be able to lose the weight that you want to lose. So just knowing the difference between Weight Watchers and the Paleo Diet, or Weight Watchers and Keto, or uh, you know, um, basically the counting calories versus the uh, cutting certain foods out, just knowing that difference is already 80% better than where most people start. Because, and again, it's like, if you go all in on one or the other, then it's just much easier. Okay, so in practice, how does it work? So for me, I started with an elimination diet. And I don't even, even like to think about this as a diet. It's just I stopped eating sugar, I stopped drinking alcohol, and I ate whole foods that were on the outside of the grocery store, right? Meats and vegetables and protein and uh, meats, vegetables, fruits, that kind of thing. If it came in a package or a bag, I didn't eat it. If uh, if it came from the butcher or you know was pulled from the ground, then I would eat it, right? That was how I started. And the reason why it kind of worked for me is is because my diet before I did all this was so messed up that if I just tried to cut down on, you know, eating out or cut down on uh, eating Doritos or whatever it was, there's just no way that I can eat like 10 Doritos. It just was never gonna happen, right? So I just, I said, forget it. I'm not gonna do any of that. I'm just going to eliminate certain foods from my diet. So I don't have this issue in the, in anymore. That for me is the way, is the path that I started with. I've since done, calorie cutting or calorie counting and you know macros and all that other stuff. I've done that stuff because it also works, but that's how I started I, when I started from zero. There's some psychology behind this. A lot of the reason why people fail at diets is because they think the thing they do on day one is the thing they're going to have to do for the rest of their lives. And that is just like it's what kills people because if you think, uh, "Hey, I can never eat a piece of cake again. I can never have Doritos again," then you're going to quit after like day three of an elimination diet, right? Many of you have tried things like keto, and you quit after like three or four days because you start to get like you know headaches and the keto flu or whatever. Because you think, if I have to eat this way forever and I feel like this now, forget it. Like it's just not gonna, just not gonna be the thing for me. You got to change how you approach any diet plan that you follow and you know you can diet itself using the word diet itself is actually not my favorite you can call it like a nutrition plan so you got to change the way you approach any nutrition plan that you follow the way i like to approach this now and this is just with years and years of working with ten thousand clients is i like to use a rule called 10 30 100 let's say that i put you on a whole 30 or paleo diet. You're just eating fruits and vegetables and meat and nuts, nothing that comes in a package, right? Let's say that I have you do that. My request from you is that you do it for 10 days, right? You are perfect on this diet for 10 days, not forever, just for 10 days. And the goal in this 10 days is not just to help you lose weight, if that's your goal, but it's to see if this is something that you can sustain for more than 10 days. Because if I start you on a program like an elimination diet, like the whole 30 or paleo and three days into it, you're like, I can't do this, right? Like we have this spread of like package food in front of me every single day. And there's no way that I'm going to be able to resist this for more than like a day or two. Like it's just too much discipline, too much willpower. I can't do it. That's what the 10 days is for, right? If you attempt those 10 days and you get to day three and then you fail. And then you attempt again, you get to day three and then you fail. You attempt again, you get to day two and then you fail. That's probably not the approach that's going to work best for you. So that first 10 days is just to see if we can fit this into your life. And after 10 days, we're going to look at the way you look, feel and perform. If you're used to eating a standard American diet where you're eating tons of sugar and you cut all that stuff out in 10 days, you're probably going to lose a few pounds because you're going to lose a bunch of that water weight and you know you'll you'll lose a few pounds so that's kind of how you look you'll probably notice a little difference in the mirror right for some people it takes longer but you might notice that your skin is a little clearer etc the second is how do you feel do you feel like you have more energy do you feel like like uh you are you know f- just feeling generally better do you feel a little less brain fog etc cetera, etc cetera? like that change is actually faster than the way you look So we look at the way you look, the the way you feel. Then the last is how you perform. So we're doing workouts on a regular basis here in the gym. If you change your diet, you you may notice in about 10 days that your performance is a little better. Maybe your knees ache a little bit less. Maybe you're able to, you know, hold on to the bar for a few extra reps. Maybe your daily walks just feel a little, uh, just feel a little better. So looking at the way you look, feel, and perform. All right, so not all of those things are gonna improve, but mostly you'll see some things in a general right direction if you stuck with it for 10 days. So now at the end of the 10 days, you have a decision to make, is do I want to follow through on this diet until I can see real results? So after that 10 days, you're thinking, do I, does, is this sustainable? Does it improve the way I look, feel, and perform? And do I wanna continue to do it? And so at that point, I would commit to the next 30 days. You are doing this elimination diet, you have eliminated all packaged foods you realize like I could actually do this it's a little bit of a pain but I could actually do it and it improves I lost a few pounds I feel a little bit better my performance eh, it's about the same but you know I I I feel like it could get better okay great I'm going to commit to another 30 days right because you do the first 10 days plus 30 days, that's a total of 40 days. That's usually long enough for you to start seeing real results. And with the first 10 days, I want you to be hundred percent compliant for the next 30 days. I want you to hit 90 to 95%. You don't have to be perfect. Any diet that makes you that expects you to be perfect over the long run is going to fail. So 90 to 95% compliance, meaning like once a week, you know, if you have a, have a, if you go off the rails, that's fine. If you do it two times a week, that's a little bit too much. Cause you're not going to get results. If you're going off the rails, like 30% of the time, commit to doing it for another 30 days. And at the end of the 30 days, you look back and you say, how many days did I hit this number? Right? If it's 27, then you're in 90%. If it's like 22, then it's not a fair test because you haven't actually done it for the amount of time that you need to do it to get results. So at the end of the 30 days, again reassess does this improve the way i look feel and perform right you probably have lost a few pounds at that point if you have weight to lose you your skin is probably clearer if you've eliminated a bunch of stuff right you're you noticing little changes like maybe your arms look a little different or you know maybe your tummy is a little flatter whatever it is so you notice the way you look has changed you're probably going to notice your energy right Almost any diet, there's an adjustment period, but over 40 days, you generally get past the worst of whatever symptoms there are and your energy should start going up. Because look, if you're eating real food, you're gonna have more energy. And then your performance. You will notice you'll feel a little stronger, right? Presum- presuming you stuck with it. You'll notice maybe you're not as winded when you walk up the stairs, et cetera. Now, if you don't notice those three things, then hey, cut the diet off. It's not the one for you. So at the end of those 40 days, if you improve the way you look, feel and perform. But let's say you lost 10 pounds and your goal is to lose 30. Great. So I'm on my way to getting to where I want to go. And I feel like this is something that I can do. Now you have a choice. Do I commit to this for the next 60 days? So that would be a total of 100. Because for most people, unless you have more than like 35 pounds to lose, you can get like 90% of the results that you want if you're just dedicated for 100 days, right? Like if you have 25 pounds to lose and you dedicate all of your time and effort to getting there, you can likely get 80 to 90% of the way there in 100 days. Like you would be surprised at what you can change in just 100 days. Now you decide, do I wanna commit to another 60 days of this? If you improve the way you look, feel, and perform, it's sustainable, then you commit to another 60 days. And my goal for that 60 days is that you are 80 to 85% compliant. Again, you don't have to be perfect. No diet that expects you to be perfect is going to work long-term. But if you can eat whole foods for 80 to 85% of the time, then you're likely to continue on the path that you're on and again at the end of the 100 days you make an assessment does this improve the way i look feel and perform if you've gotten to your goal then it becomes around how do i maintain this right and because you've now done this for 100 days you have some habits that have actually changed the course of how you approach nutrition and fitness and it becomes a matter of how compliant do i want to be with these habits now the reason i started with an elimination diet is because you can eat as much as you want of those types of foods. If you didn't quite get there, but you feel like, hey, I've picked up some really good habits. Well, now we can start dialing it in. Now we can take this person who, like me, struggles with like the discipline of sticking to a plan, and you look back and you go, wow, I have 100 days of evidence that I can follow a plan. Okay, I've lost, let's say, 20 of the 30 pounds that I want to lose. And I didn't quite get there, but I think if I make a couple of tweaks, then I can get there. So now you can start doing things like calorie counting or macro tracking, et cetera, et cetera, because once you've dialed in the basics, now you can start adding in some of the more technical aspects of this. And you realize like, oh, I'm actually not eating enough protein. I'm only eating hundred grams. I need to be eating 150 grams. You start dialing that in again, try it for 10 days, for 40 uh, 30 days and then for the full hundred days, you'll start to notice over time that this stuff actually works. This is kind of how I approach it because in the end like everybody wants quick results and hey, if you just want to lose 25 pounds in three weeks or whatever, it is super easy. I'll just tie you to a tree and not feed you anything and just give you water right If that's all you want, then you can get there. But most of us actually want something that is long-term sustainable. And in order to do that, you have to change your behavior and your approach to how all of this stuff works in the first place. I can promise you these amazing results in eight weeks, but in the end, if you get the amazing results and then you go back to what you were doing before, then you're gonna be in a worse place eight weeks later. This is kind of how I approach it. Uh, using the sort of 10-30-100 rule, I generally will start with an elimination diet for somebody that struggles with discipline like myself, and especially if they've never done anything before, rather than a uh, sort of calorie-restrictive diet because it requires less discipline. You can eat as much as you want, and um, in the end, you'll end up eating less calories overall, provided you stick to the rules. So a couple of a couple of hacks to sort of tame your inner elephant and these, these are things that I found work for me. I found them work for uh, our clients as well. So number one, most people find that if they exercise every day, it is, it is easier to stick to their nutrition plan. And I would, I would really go even further to say if your goal is to lose weight, exercise first thing in the morning. Because if you take steps first thing in the morning to send a message to your brain that this is the most important thing to me, which is waking up, exercising, moving around, doing whatever you need to do, if that's the most important thing to you, then the rest of the day will all be framed by that first 45 minutes or an hour of exercise. So you do that first 45 minutes, you do an hour, then the rest of the day, you're more likely to stick to your meal plan versus if you exercise in the evening. And look, if your schedule doesn't dictate that, then fine. But if you exercise in the evening and the first thing you do is, let's say, wake up and start getting to work. Well, now you have started your day in a little bit of chaos, right? And it's much harder to drag yourself into the gym or even eat the way you're supposed to eat in the evening because you started with something that is unrelated to your most important goal, which is losing weight. The second hack is prioritize protein first with every meal so if you're going to eat breakfast lunch and dinner start with your source of protein first and it doesn't have to be low fat protein it can be protein with lots of fat if it is when i say protein i mean like some sort of whole source of protein right if you have to do a um if you have to do a shake that's fine if you're doing a protein bar just just throw all those away protein bars are bullshit like they're just candy bars, right? Stop eating those. So if you, if you prioritize protein first, then you'll feel more satiated throughout the day. You will, um, you will want to eat less. You'll crave sugar a little bit less. So prioritize protein first with every meal. So let's say for breakfast, you know, you're going to have like eggs and, you know, steak or bacon is okay, but let's say you start with eggs, right? So eggs is the priority. And then maybe you add some fruit or whatever. But if you start your meal by planning the protein, then it's easier to fit the rest around it, right? The, the, the key here to tame your inner elephant is the more full you feel, the less food you will eat. And the less food you eat, the less you will go over on your calories. So that's the sort of second hack. Prioritize protein first. And if you were tracking your macros, like make sure you hit your protein numbers. Or if you're doing an elimination diet, start with the meat first right if you're a, a vegan vegetarian we can we can talk about that but start with the protein first right before you go into the carbohydrates the the last thing to sort of tame your inner elephant is to track your wins like if you can track every single day what you're doing and track whether you did it or not then every day that you do the thing is a celebration right so one way you can do this is by tracking your intake on something like my fitness pal my favorite way is actually tracking this in a uh, journal so i'll just have a rule around like i can only eat let's say meat and fruit and vegetables and every day that i hit that i will just tick it off on the journal or tick it off on a calendar so that every day i can kind of celebrate this thing and that just sends a message to that inner elephant like yes we're on the right track we're doing the thing so yeah this is, this is kind of my approach to losing weight. You know, the, the, once you kind of get to where you need to be, then it becomes, how do you maintain that? Right. Which is kind of a whole separate thing. But this is where in the end, if you have been somebody like myself who has struggled with weight, like I was a hundred pounds overweight, I lost a hundred pounds. It'll take you a long time to lose the weight, but it'll take you a long time to get into a maintenance phase. Like it took me many years to gain a hundred, to get a hundred pounds overweight. It's not going to happen that, you know, I, I lose that hundred pounds in six months and everything's just good. Like I'm just normal. I have to be conscious of my intake, conscious of the type of food that I'm eating, conscious of my workouts for a lot longer than you think in order to maintain that. So we'll do another podcast later about how to get into sort of maintenance phase and how to maintain it over time. That's it. That's my tips on how to lose weight, how to be the elephant and the rider, and uh, how you can approach this based on your personality type. If you found this useful, please let us know and we'll see you in the next one.